Dear Christian friends, the theme of our meditation is in love, and it is based upon the Gospel of Luke that was previously read uh, this morning. Last Sunday, I was at Redeemer by the Sea in Carlsbad. Pastor Augie was at the National Youth Gathering with their, with their youth group. And of course, the gospel lesson for that day and the sermon that I preached was on the, the Good Samaritan, something that I think everybody has heard a multitude of, of times. Well, I think the same can be said about the story of Mary and Martha. We've heard it many, many times, whether preaching, reading it, or, or in a Bible class. But if you look at the Good Samaritan, let's just rethink that just for a second, and, and I'm going to change it just, just slightly. We know that the story of the Good Samaritan is, surrounds this lawyer who comes to Jesus and wants to know uh, who his neighbor is. And so Jesus tells him the, the story of the Good Samaritan, and we know that this guy is, is beaten, he's robbed, he's left for dead, and uh, we know that a priest comes, takes a look, and just walks on the other side. And then we have this Levite, and the Levite does the exact same thing, looks at this, this individual who is there, been stripped of his clothes, just goes to the other side and walks away. But then we have the Good Samaritan. So let's just say that the Good Samaritan comes by. He's on his donkey. The Good Samaritan then sees this man in beaten and there lying in this road. And the Good Samaritan then gets off of his donkey, goes over to the man, and says a prayer. Then he gets back on his donkey and he rides away. We would say, whoa, wait, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, the prayer is nice, a lot better than the priest and the Levi. Probably was praying for this guy, but where was the involvement? Where didn't he get in there and do something about it? Prayer is nice, but what about the involvement? Martha opened her home to Jesus of Nazareth. Martha opened her home to Jesus, and I'm sure that Martha, along with her sister Mary, who knows if her brother Lazarus was there at the time, but Martha wanted to make this a special time for, for Jesus. Jesus is now in the city of Bethany. Jesus is only two miles away from the city of Jerusalem, and he's on his way there, and I think we all know why he's going to Jerusalem. And Martha wants to make it special. She wants a time, I'm sure, for him to relax to just gear down a little bit, to have a wonderful dinner for him. And so she's doing this. She's preparing this. She's doing all of these things. And her sister, Mary, is sitting at Jesus' feet listening to him. And to say the least, Martha is just a little ticked. Okay, And she's ticked off because Mary's not helping her. And so she goes to, to Jesus and tells him about her sister and says, tell her, tell her to help me. And Jesus says, you know, you're distracted. You're missing out on what's most important, Mary. Mary was involved. Mary was doing something. Mary was really focused on Jesus. But 
Martha thought she was the involved one. Martha thought she was the one who was doing everything. So what is it? Sit and listen. Doing? Well, both of these women are deeply in love with Jesus. This isn't a story about one loves him more, one loves him less. This is a story of two women who really, really were in love. But one of them had gotten distracted and lost sight of what was most important. Not that the other wasn't important. Keep in mind, when Martha comes to Jesus, Jesus, in so many words, is saying to Martha, Martha, I did not come into your house so you could serve me. Martha, I came into your house to serve you. And that, you see, is what we need to focus on. That sometimes we lose sight of what's most important. When I was working, I used to get to the office about, well, between 6 and 6.30 in the morning. It was always a good time, no phone calls, not anything happening. I could just sit there and do my prayers in the quietness of my office. Rarely did I get anybody who came by that early, except one person, Juanita Larson. And Juanita Larson, bless her little heart, would always come sometime around 6.30 in the morning, and she would knock on the door, and she'd say, Pastor, we got some praying to do. And so she would then have this list. And if you know Anita Larson, Sonia Ford, the family is about this long. And she had prayers for everybody, concerns, things that she wanted to, to do and talk about and the like. And so, right then we'd pray. Now the first thing I would always do, would I would always have my yellow legal pad and I would always mark out all the things that I was going to do that day. And that way I could then draw a line, make sure I covered everything that I did. First thing I walked in the office, made sure my yellow pad's written out all the things I needed. So after we got done praying, it's the first time she was in my office. I said, well, Juanita, I hope you have a wonderful day. She looked at me, and she said to me, we haven't taken time to listen to the Lord speak to us, Pastor. I was humbled. I was so thought getting back to what I needed to do for the day, I didn't take the time, as Juanita was telling me, to listen to what the Lord said to me. And you see, there are times in our life where we get going in so many ways that we don't take time to just relax and listen. What is the Lord saying to you? How is the Lord speaking to you? Or do we get so busy thinking we're doing all of this that we don't take the time to just contemplate what we've done? 
you and I are one day going to be in heaven. But we're not going to be in heaven and stand at the gates of heaven and tell Jesus the reason I get to go in is because I was a wonderful teacher or a pastor or a religious leader or, or one of the boards or an usher or anything that we've done. Good father, good mother, wonderful son, wonderful daughter. All of these great things and every one of them is good. And everything is wonderful. And everything you can say to, to others is says, wow, that's great. But that's not the reason we are walking into heaven. We are walking into heaven because our Lord Jesus Christ obeyed the law perfectly. We're walking into heaven because our Lord Jesus Christ crushed the head of Satan. We're walking into heaven because our Lord Jesus Christ took the abandonment that we should have been enduring and the rejection. We're walking into heaven because our Lord Jesus Christ still intervenes in our world and still intervenes in our lives. And there, you see, is the message of grace. And there, you see, we find that Christ is in love with us in love with us that he came to this world, in love with us that he died in this world, in love with us that he says, I'm with you always, in love with us that he continues to pour out his love in each of our lives. And you see, for all of us, is the opportunity to just take all of this and make sure that we're doing and focusing on what's most important. In August, the end of August, I'll have been retired for four years. For 26 years, I had the joy of being the pastor at Community Lutheran Church. And in my retirement, I didn't remember anybody coming to my office and saying to me, hey, you know, we see all this stuff you got in your office, why don't you just keep it there? And why don't you just, just there, and when the new pastor comes, we'll, we'll figure out where he can put his stuff. Oh, no. It was just a foregone conclusion. You're retired, get that stuff out of here. Okay? And I had a lot of stuff. I mean, you pick up a lot of stuff in 26 years, people giving you stuff. I had stuff all over my office and, and things hanging on the walls, and it was just amazing, all this stuff that I had. And so I began the process of whittling this down. And for me, I began to look at things that people had given to me and I began to look at files and things that we had done together as a congregation. And I began to just become immensely involved in memories. And this was good stuff. This wasn't junk. I loved it. I just enjoyed looking at this stuff and remembering all of the memories. About three weeks before I retired, Pastor Wessel, who is now in eternal glory, came into my office. Now, Pastor Wessel and I never served together. Pastor Wessel was retired, and pretty much that's what he did. 
but he was an individual that was in Bible classes with, with me, and we just enjoyed one another's company. And Pastor Wessel came in, I thought, just to say goodbye. And I told him, and he looked at my office, and he could see one big mess was there. And I told him about what I was doing, and he said to me, don't forget about going to see your shut-ins. Because it'll be the last time they'll get to hear you as their pastor. In other words, don't get so caught up in your memories that you miss out on what's really important. I cherish those words even more today. But you see, that's so important for us. It's not a question of our love for our Lord. It's a question of, do we take the time to listen, to listen to him? What distracts you? What takes away at times from what you think you should be doing? All good stuff, job, family, outings. Baseball, football, dancing, soccer, all of those things. Anything wrong with those? No, they're all great. They're wonderful. But if we get so distracted that we miss on that time, just in the quietness of our moment, to sit at the feet of Jesus, and listen to what he has to say to us through his living word, then I say we've missed it. And that's why these texts that come back to us and say, hey, just a little tiny times of course correction can get us right back to where we need to be. And you see, that's the blessing that we have as individuals, that we have as a congregation of how God in his wonderful joy blesses us. Because we're in love with him. We're in love with our Lord Jesus Christ. And he's the one who says, come to me. Come to me and rest. Come to me and just sit on my feet because you are not here to serve me. I want to serve you. And in a few minutes, he's going to serve us again. He's going to say, this is my body. This is my blood. Eat, drink, for the forgiveness of your sins. And I ask you, what greater service could our Lord give to us than that? And that's what you and I get to share. You and I get to live. God bless you. Amen.